Hey everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter too. And um Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm sorry. First of all, if you paid to watch what we saw this weekend, um just a a poor performance for Mississippi State baseball. Um even the win didn't really feel that great because of what happened before it, but I guess it was nice to, to get, get one win out of it, if, if nothing else. Um, we are going to talk about that and more. Um, in this episode, we're going to preview the, uh, the midweek as well. Um, we will get into everything, uh, but first, since it is a, uh, our early week episode, it's supposed to be on, on Sunday and come out on Monday morning, but we're a day late on that. Um, so we are going to keep with our tradition now. We're going to do some movie critiques before we get started. Um, and so, Hunter, what, what are we going to critique today? Um, the 1999 movie featuring Brendan Fraser, um, The Mummy. The Mummy. Mm-hmm. I when was the last time you watched this movie? By the um, way? I don't know. It scared me as a kid. I had to sleep with my parents after watching it. I didn't like The Mummy. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen it, but I read The Ride in Universal. So I feel like I'm, I'm capable of giving a fair review. Uh, yeah, yeah. You go ahead with your critique of it. Okay. Um, I just want to say, Brendan Fraser, Oscar-worthy performance. Although, even though I haven't seen it, like his little cameo in The Ride was awesome. Uh, I will say, mummies don't, don't come back to life. It's a major misconception. Um and I'm sure that my mind would change if I went to like the catacombs or something. Like I'd probably be scared to death. But I just I don't think it's that realistic. The ride was way better, even though the ride's the only. I haven't seen the movie. I've only written the ride. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the mummy scared me. So, yeah, yeah. that's 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 my critique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ride, an exhilarating two minute experience. The I fire mean, it is, in it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then you start going backwards. Oh, like, dude, yeah. it's wild. Spoilers. Um. Yeah, this the first ride I rode in Universal, and um, it was pretty awesome. So, nothing, nothing from AI today. Um, I I looked up some uh, some critiques for it. Um, it said some cliches from the Mummy from 1999 are the hero is a rugged adventurer who always saves the day. Um, the villain is a resurrected ancient evil who wants to revive his lost love. Uh, the comedic, <laughs> the comic relief is a cowardly sidekick who betrays his friends. The plot involves a cursed tomb, a hidden treasure, a mysterious book, and a deadly plague. Um, so. Honestly, the antagonist just wanted to revive his love. What are they? We... They should have just let that happen. Wait, didn't Brendan like, Fraser is the bad guy here? What are we doing? I don't know. Um, yeah, well, that's goofy. <laughs> what? He he had like the twenty twenty like one hair before everyone. Yeah, he was the first one to have it. I mean, he he was the original Outer Banks character. So, um, anyway, so get get ready for more movie critiques as as we uh do that once a week on our early our early week episode. Um, so yeah, that was that, and now we're gonna move on to some college baseball. Um, the Frisco Classic is where we landed this year, this weekend. We are on um, our way. What we earned, we earned our way to Frisco. We earned our way to the Frisco. Um, so yeah, we we played uh, a round robin tournament up there. Um, we played Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Cal. Um, we dropped the first two, as we mentioned, to Ohio State and Oklahoma. Uh, we're able to win game three against Cal. Uh, Ohio State won the weekend, I believe. Um, it came down to a, like nobody went three and zero, so it came down to the game between. Oklahoma and Ohio State. I'm getting confused with these O's. They've, they've got me. Um, and then Ohio State did end up winning that game. So they were the champions of the Frisco Classic. But just altogether bad baseball by all four teams, I think. Yeah, um, Ohio, State, Ohio State won the weekend, and they lost 16-1 to against Cal. So no team went 0-3. No team went 3-0. and um, Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Um yeah, I, I, I do have a couple things early on right here before we get into the positives and negatives, which I think is just going to be the normal um, for our 
uh, weekend reviews. I don't think we're going to go game by game unless something really warrants that, but we're just going to do positives and negatives. But before we do that, I just want to point out a few stats that um, compare us to our opponents for the weekend. So this is just these teams as we were playing them. It's not them the entire weekend. So just our three games um, that we played. So we committed seven errors on the weekend. We walked or hit 23 batters, and we left 35 on base, which is just a staggering number. Um, as you said, just kind of seems improbable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our opponents, um, just listen to these numbers. They're, they're almost as bad, if not worse. They walked or they committed nine errors. They walked or hit 30 batters, and they left 23 runners on base. Um, so two of those stats, they were worse than we were. Their defense and their, their pitching, they, they walked and hit seven more batters than we did. Um, the, the difference was just simply they were able to take, uh, take advantage of our mistakes and we weren't able to do the same. Um, we're going to talk about that in the negative category, obviously, but it, what jumps out to me, um, is leaving the bases loaded four times against Ohio state and, ultimately losing the game by five runs, like a couple hits here and there. And that game, like we win that game. Yeah. Did just, did Dakota come up twice in that game with bases loaded and strikeout? Um, I'm not sure. I know Colton, Colton was up at least once. And Luke Hancock had, was up with runners in scoring position three times. Um, man, I mean, just – this whole weekend just missed opportunities for the offense. It, it's easy to blame it on on pitchers um, because that's just kind of been the norm for the last two years. Um, but and the, the the walks and hit batters weren't great. Um, I just there I cannot look at that thirty five left on base and and blame and it on anybody pitchers. but the hitters. And like yeah. we Lou gave us a good start in that game too. Like, he really did. Um, like that Ohio State game, I mean, he went four innings, gave up one hit, one run, um, only had two walks, I believe. Back out there. Yeah, I mean, but he only, like I said, he only went four innings, and he was only at 72 pitches, so I get it's early season. Like, but he pitches it's with his both first, arms. It's his first weekend start, but give me a break. Like, you, he was, he could be in Major League Spring training right now. Um, I, I think he could handle a, a Friday night start, and he was handling it very well. The only run that he gave up wasn't, wasn't an earned run. It was a, a failed pickoff move by him that allowed a runner to advance, and then a wild pitch by him. So, like, they it wasn't like they were hitting him. They only had one hit. Yeah, I don't. Um, I really don't know why we pulled him so fast. Yeah, he. I think he he only had three base runners, and he erased two of them by double plays. Yeah, he like and faced the, the minimum until then. So yeah, um, I mean seventy pitches. Yeah, you can look forward to that in the in the positives because I think we we definitely have found. I mean, even if he doesn't find himself as the weekend starter or as the Friday night starter, he is definitely going to be in the weekend rotation somewhere. And I'd be surprised if he's not not starting next Friday too. Yeah, he's my Friday or this Friday. Um, so yeah, let's let's get into these negatives that we haven't already looked at. Um, I already talked about leaving the bases loaded four times in a game. I, that's just that that can't happen. Um, and it's also we. We had more errors in this game than we had hits. We only had three hits in the game, so we we weren't doing anything to load the bases. We were, they were walking us. They were hitting our batters. Um, I mean, we weren't earning our way onto the bases. So I just figured the least we could do is hit while we had guys on base. But that's sadly not how that works. Um, I mean, man, that. It, Nah, in the, in this game, on. Slate left five on base. Yeah, that's that's what what we're gonna bring up next. Slate, Alford, and Colton Ledbetter had really really cold weekends. Um, Colton, I mean, had the big hit against Southern Miss earlier in the week. So I mean, I guess his slump um, just kind of only exists in this weekend. Slate has kind of been cold for for a while. He did have the RBI hit against um, Southern Miss in that eighth inning rally, but I mean his his struggles have gone beyond. This week, um, Colton just kind of starting to get cold, but both of them really, really cost us at the plate this weekend. Um, had a lot of chances with runners in scoring position. Both of them came up with bases loaded throughout the weekend. Um, and same Slate with Dakota. Yeah, I mean, Slate didn't have a hit all weekend, um, and he played all three games. 
He had two errors in the field on Sunday that um, obviously didn't cost us the game, but very well could have. I mean, it was a it was a close game until the end, uh, until the I guess eighth or ninth inning. We kind of pulled away a little bit. Um, Colton, he had one hit on Friday and didn't get any hits the rest of the way. It just when your big hitters don't produce, and Slate might not on paper look like a big hitter, but he he has the exit velocity. He he's gonna hit some he's home runs for us this year. Yeah, he's, he's he is supposed to be. Yeah, um, but he also was supposed to be last year and really wasn't. So um, we we may just have figured out that Slate might not be the guy. And we're gonna talk about what Coach Lamone has said about that in a little bit. Um, I guess just just focusing a little bit on Friday, uh, we've talked about it, but um, on our last episode, we we previewed the the weekend and said that Isaiah Coupe was going to be the starter for Ohio State. Um, He had walked one in his first 13 innings, um, in his first two starts. He walked six in five innings against us. He walked like three in the first against us. (laughs) I, I don't understand. And then Luke Hancock comes up and is not able to drive a run in. Um, I mean, that could have completely shortened his start if we had just rallied in that first inning. And then, you know, who knows what could have happened from there. But we don't make him pay for six walks, um, and we only had one hit against him. So, I mean, that's just a complete inability to to hit for situational hitting, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, we faced a good pitcher. He was as good as advertised. I mean, he, he did have nine strikeouts in his five innings. So, I mean... He kept us on edge and, you know, really, really neutralized our left-handed hitters, which there were four of them in our lineup. Um, you want to you talk about that next? Yeah. I know um, you, you're pretty passionate about this. Y- you know, um, we have this weird situation where we're trying to fit in all these lefties, and we're like, oh, you know, we have to fit them all in. But then there's a lefty pitcher that we knew was going to throw us uh, breaking balls that were going to be a problem. I mean, Hunter, me and you researched for 15 minutes and we had a better scouting report than our coaches who get paid also, a lot of money. Also, shout out us for saying coupe instead of coupet. Um, we, we were that, right. I was going to say coupet, by the yeah, way. We were right. You You're welcome. Um, but, yeah. Um, why? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, if I say these names to you, they don't sound like guys that you, in an ideal world, would want out of the lineup. Kellum Clark, Hunter Hines, Colton Ledbetter, and uh, Luke Hancock. Like I understand one of those at the begin at the beginning be- of the being. season, at the beginning of the season, it, I would want all four of those guys to be in. But at the current time, where they're not just scalding hot, and you have guys that are right-handed hitters that need opportunities and would just simply be better matchups. And I'm not sure um, I've ever seen any of them hit a lefty. Right. I mean, Kellum and Hunter, they have had really bad at-bats this year. We know their potential. We know they can hit double-digit home runs and probably hit upwards of 280 on the year, and they probably will. But right now, they're not They're not showing that. And this weekend, those four guys, Kellum, Hunter, Colton, and Luke, combined one for 15 with six strikeouts. Um, that was just that – was, that wasn't even on the weekend. That was just against Coupe, or just against Ohio State, I guess. Like – because they, they threw another lefty right after Coupe as well. Um, I mean, that's a bad game. And yeah, and, and we have we all these told guys that we're trying that it was to fill in. Bad. And you, you say you want to be better at first base. Okay, this is a game where you put Highfield at catcher. <laughs> and, right. like, put Luke at first and drop one of Hines or curl him out of the lineup. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like I said, me and you looked at his stat. I, we didn't do an in-depth scouting report I at all. I watched one highlight of him. I don't even know how to do an in-depth scouting report. But I could have told you he was a crafty lefty. Mississippi State, in the last five or six years, has really struggled against those. Um, I guess especially now with launch angle guys, I, I don't know how all that works. But I would assume it's it's worse now because um, I saw like it last it. year. Um when you're facing a good lefty like that, just fill the lineup with right-handed hitters. It's, and it's not hard. That's what baseball let him, is. Let them get experience. I mean, Heifel, he, in limited action, he's been hitting like 400. Um, Hijack, I have to believe he 
he would be good if he was consistently in the lineup. And Aaron Downs as well. Every time he comes up to pinch hit, I mean, he hits the ball hard. For, I mean, might get a single, but it's better than one for 15. I can guarantee you that a mixture of Highville, uh, uh, Hijack, and Downs does better than one for 15. Yeah. It's... Uh, I don't get it. The three hits for against Ohio State were um, Colton... Uh, Bryce Chance and Lane Forsyth. Lane hit Shout a out Lane for like being actually really good. Yeah. Um Lane Lane's turned into an on base machine. Um <laughs> That's random. I mean, it, it's not always hits, but he he's having he has like the eye that we think that Luke Hancock should have. Um and Luke Hancock is becoming what we all think that Lane Forsyth is. So Except I don't know did, what kind of freaky have Friday. A good Sunday game. <laughs> I don't know what kind of freaky Friday <laughs> script happened in our lineup, but they have switched places. And, it's, like, um, it's like when Josh Hatcher went from being like really, really good to being like you can't play this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oof. But I love I Hatch. Know. See, things right. are different. Um, I love Hatcher. <laughs> um. So yeah, really uh, have, lineup really wasn't good. My, um, I don't really have much to talk about on for Sunday. I mean, just we won that game, and Landon Gartman got us what he, what what we knew he was going to do. He gave up a run in each of the first four frames, which doesn't sound great, but for a Sunday starter, I really I don't mind that much. I think that's um, as expected for him at this point. Right. I mean, it, it does kind of look weird seeing that they scored in every frame he was in, but there were a lot more positives in that game than negatives. Uh, we're going to obviously talk about those in a minute, but we're going to move to Saturday real quick. Um, Intima to Tyson Harden to Tyler Davis. That was our uh, our pitching for the day. All of them were just completely shelled by Oklahoma. Um, it's a Oklahoma's a team that doesn't really match up with us well because they they just bunt for hits. They steal bases. They um, hit and run, sack flies, whatever. I mean, they're just a scrappy baseball team that puts pressure on defense and pitching. Uh, against a team that is not really strong in defense, especially. The pitching, I mean, I guess you can't complain about that. I mean, they're throwing strikes, obviously, because they're getting just dominated. I mean, you're getting hit really, really hard. Um, but in this game, we saw uh, Eintema go two and two-thirds with five hits and seven runs. Um, Tyson Harden, one and a third, seven hits and four runs. And then Tyler Davis five innings, six hits, and four runs. The walks for for Itama were a problem. He had five and two and two-thirds, but, I mean, walked only had two walks the rest of the way. Um, so that wasn't really the problem. Oklahoma, just a really bad matchup. Like I said, puts pressure on our defense, and we have a really bad defense. So um, uh, I, I don't know yeah. what else to say on that one. I, d- I didn't. Yeah, uh, that, that game got annoying, and I turned it off. Yeah, I, I did the same. I, and I, it seemed like, like early on, anytime Oklahoma scored, we were able to kind of bounce right back and get back in it and, and make it a one or two run more. game. But uh, after about the sixth inning, they were up um, thirteen to nine, and I just I, I was done with that one. I had just so. blown an insulation in my attic, and I I was about done. <laughs> I can understand. Um, yeah, this game, we. Uh, Walked seven, but gave up 18 hits. I mean, that that number's just kind of staggering. Um, but I also do think that Lamont is probably kind of punted on this one because I, I know that we have better pitchers than either of those two guys, Tyson Harden or Tyler Davis. Um, we, we've seen a lot of them in the, in the past few weeks, but I, I would assume that that's probably going to slow down a little bit. Um, and just we with, should be getting some guys back. Right, right, right. Um, one concerning thing from that is Aintema. I mean, he, I, I was never completely sold that he was just a definite weekend guy. He had a good performance against Arizona State, but, I mean, I, I've, I've seen several guys have good performances over the past few years that didn't turn out to be great. Um, Aintema, I'm, I'm not closing the book on him. This was a bad performance, but like I said, it was a bad matchup, and his defense didn't really help him out much either. Um, so, yeah, I... I I don't think it's a closed book, but I don't think he's locked into a to a Saturday starter role. I, I really want Bradley Lofton to, to compete for that, um, and we'll see. Um, I want Cade. <laughs> I, I I do want my three year experience SEC starter. Um, 
who people just completely forgot about. Why do why um, do people act like he's been horrible? He he might have been violently sick and had a no, bad first. No, year. but like they act like he's been horrible throughout the years. <laughs> I don't understand. Last year he went four and four. <laughs> like he went to the College World Series and shut down Vanderbilt, Texas, and Notre Dame. Three of the best offenses you'll find in college baseball that year. And he was a freshman. Um, I'm I'm gonna take. I think I'm going to take his body of work over one over one performance. Like I, I don't um, I, I I don't know why people are just like up oh, Cade's bad. Like I, I I seriously don't think he is that bad. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just, just touching a little bit on that Oklahoma game, just to at, at, just to end that out. Um. Tyler Davis. I mean, I I, I do realize Lamon is probably punted on this one, but one positive for for Tyler, he went five innings and. 85 pitches. I mean, that's an extended role. Um, I know he's been a starter in the past, so the thought of him as a midweek starter probably isn't completely out of the question, especially if Bradley Lofton moves to a weekend starter role. That's definitely an option for a midweek starter. Uh, that's that's depth, and that's a, that's a midweek starter line right there. Five innings, six hits, yeah, four runs. Um, limit the walks, and hey, I like that. Heck, I don't. Even, I don't mind. Even if he doesn't move to the weekend, I mean to the midweek. Like, what if we just like have him like? Okay, we actually have a lead, and you know this this team is kind of folded. We can get more runs. Let's get someone that can go out there, and so we don't have to use other arms. I mean, at least he can throw that much. Right. Because um, because right other than, I mean, so say you don't want to use your top arms. Yeah. Who who are you throwing throwing the close out a game that you like feel okay about? I mean, he's got to be at the top of the list just because he's been a closer before. You're not you're putting not going, Casey Hunt out there. If you no, if you're not going to Dom or Nixon, um, I mean, I, I, what does Tyler Davis throw like low nineties? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I don't mind that at all, and. I was excited about Tyler Davis at the beginning of the year. It's kind of worn off now just because he had a, a few bad performances. But this performance right here against a Oklahoma team that just would not stop hitting, he, he kind of proved. Like, if you limit the walks, like, they're going to score, but he limited where other other pitchers weren't. So um, I I didn't mind that. And I, I, I thought even if it was a punt situation for Lamonis, like, that was a good move just to – Maybe get Tyler Davis some some confidence. So, um, yeah, I, I, I do I want to see Landon Gartman versus uh, Oklahoma at some point because <laughs> just seeing him fight around that and go like five innings with like fifteen runs scored, but he has like <laughs> fifteen That'd games. Be fun. <laughs> All right, um, I think that's it for the negatives. I, I really thought I would have more negative to say, but like you, I just kind of turned it off at some point. So what I don't know won't. The batters hurt me. were bad. And the pitchers got overblamed. I, I agree with that. Defense, Our positional players weren't good. De- yeah, defense or, um, or or hitting. So I, I'll definitely say, and I'll reiterate. I've said it several times. Um, our pitching will be good when our defense is. And our offense will be good when pitching and defense are. Like, this is an offense that needs a close game and needs, like, a goal to fight for. And when that's out of the question, like, I just don't see it happening. Um, Friday, kind of the anomaly there, just because I, I, I just think we were shell-shocked at the plate. I mean, I, I hesitate to even say we weren't seeing the ball well because we were drawing walks like crazy. Like, I, I don't know if vision is the problem. We just didn't have a good approach. Dakota can't pick up spin yet, so that's something. the problem. Yeah, and that, that may just be the problem with having, like, a young core, maybe. Just, I mean... Does, we, does that mean Luke has the ground out the second every time? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I would expect him to be a little bit better at this, to be honest. But, um, yeah, anyway... <laughs> Dakota Jordan, I did like the move of, of taking him out the last two games. Just uh, Lamonis just kind of said just some rest for a young kid. Like he's been struggling, and you know if you just keep him out there, it, it's only going to discourage him. So um, this will just make him more hungry, I hope. And um, if he could just 
go to the plate not thinking about hitting the ball 474 feet, I bet he would start hitting the ball 474 feet more often. <laughs> um, so I, I think the last couple weeks he's just seen a lot of this kid looks a lot like Bo Jackson, and he's probably just a little bit in his own head. So um, I, I hope that turns out to be a good thing. Bryce Chance is, is not making it easy for, for for Dakota to get back. I mean, anytime Bryce gets in the lineup, he's he's proven why he needs to be there. So, um, he's got that Stetson Bennett in him. Jeez. All right, so let's move on. junkyard dog. He really did kind of look like one. He was a little dirtbag this weekend. Um, yeah, let's move on to some positives, and um, we're going to start off with the leadoff guy, where, where it all starts, uh, with Amani. Um, he is a money ball machine. I mean, he is an on-base machine. Um, he's a perfect leadoff hitter. He's a table setter. He is what Rowdy was when Rowdy was playing at his best, and I don't think that's a... He's, crazy comparison yeah he this is this is like rowdy when he was hot like. yeah i mean um just a couple of numbers here four hits four walks three hit by pitches three stolen bases and all that's, really really good at bats like none that's, of that's cheap right i mean that's not getting bailed out on an 0-2 count hit by pitch that's like i mean really really good at bats. so he reached base 11 times stole three bases um he was on the all tournament team which i don't really care about but it was cool to see that he made that him and Nate Dom. Um, Amani is, is, I think it helps him a lot more, obviously when now that lane is kind of coming around because the nine hole hitters just turning it over to, to Amani. Amani's getting a chance to hit with runners on base. Um, and that's giving more opportunities for Colton Ledbetter behind him. When, when Colton breaks out of this little slump, it's going to be huge to have Amani, um, on base every single time. So that was a huge positive for the weekend. Um, I mean, it's just like every time he came up, he was on base. Um, Bryce Chance uh, started the weekend as the DH, but as Dakota got replaced, uh, Bryce Chance moved to left field. First time we've seen him in left field, and his defense didn't seem to struggle. Um, He's just at the plate. He's a consistent, scrappy hitter. Um, His base running is going to be— So you're saying he's white. Yeah, he's he's uh, first in, last out kind of kind of mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, lunch, real lunch pail dude. Mm-hmm. Type you'd like to marry your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's from Madison, so like especially um, uh, five hits on the weekend that led the team. Um, three walks, a hit by pitch, and a stolen base. Um, he turned a error in left field into a scoring from first base situation i don't know why he was running so hard <laughs> Matt, uh, yeah uh, like how you would have been picked off if he had caught that <laughs> um but no i mean i guess he, he's just good at reading the ball or really knew that that left fielder was trash or something or he's really dumb or he might be really dumb. or he Chief may be fast might be he could be fast uh, he he could be but yeah, I mean um, that ball it, it it dropped and then bounced a little bit. So if he was like three quarters away to second, right? I don't know how he made it. <laughs> he might have just been at the second base bag. Like it was pretty deep in the corner. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Amani and Bryce. I mean that, that those were some bright spots for the weekend. Um, Bryce started as the DH and was in the seven hole, I believe, on Friday. We moved up to the three hole, and I don't think that's the place we want Bryce. Um, I know he does have flashes of power, but I, I would just like somebody up there. And I also like consistent hitters at the bottom of the lineup too. I love a bottom of the lineup turning over well to the top of the lineup. So, um, him so and you Lane really like high fill lane as the uh, eight, nine. Yeah. If it's Bryce high full lane, uh, that's just a top three. Should Luke move to the three hole? Um, I mean, if he's gonna draw walks, I, I mean, I guess so. I, Colton comes up with the bases loaded an alarming amount. Yeah, it's weird. He he's well, already you a grand did slam. say the other day. Um, uh, if you get the bases loaded with Colton, that's a good recipe to win. And then he got that like three times this weekend and did nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just want to bring I, that I, up. I mean, he is he is the two-hole hitter, and he comes up with the bases loaded a lot. I mean, three times this weekend, 
already has a grand slam, already has a uh, bases loaded triple. Um, and I, I that really says all, it's just all saying about Lane Forsythe. Lane, Lane's been hitting. Obviously, that turns into the two-hole guy being up with the bases loaded. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I don't, I wouldn't move him, but I, I would probably say Luke moving up to the three-hole, even though he's not been hitting consistently, it's probably a good move. It's just because him in the four-hole. Right. I don't know what our lineup needs to look like. It needs to change. I, I like seven, eight, nine, one, two, and then after that, I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, Kellum and uh, Hunter could be anywhere in the lineup, but I like them more at like five, six, or six, seven because like. There's a chance they could come up with with guys on base, but like they're either going to strike out or hit home runs, and yeah. I would I would rather them hit home runs with nobody on base than strike out with the bases loaded. Um, so anyway, a um, couple more numbers on hitters for the weekend. Lane reached base seven times, had a couple hits, but walks were the main thing. Um, he had three RBIs. And he only struck out twice, which that is a, just a brand new lane foresight that we've seen in the past couple of weeks. Um, people have talked about moving him up in the lineup, and I don't like like we just said. I like I like a good nine hole hitter, so I I think he just stays there. Um, that's where he's been for the last three years, and it's finally working. So um, you've been waiting for this moment for three years, <laughs> right? Back to back weekends with extra base hits. Um, including a midweek with an extra base hit. So, I mean, that's crazy. Golden Spikes is coming. Um, I know we've already mentioned him, but Drangelo, legit starter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why we pulled him after four. Like I said, I, if we're, he could be in Major League Spring Training right now. I don't know why we're being so tentative with him. Um, but I, I do know that once it gets into SEC play, we – we obviously tend to be less timid with our pitchers, so that will only improve, and he proved every bit of a weekend starter this weekend. Yeah, he's legit, and he didn't, I, I didn't think he had his best stuff, but dude's, dude's legit. I think he had four strikeouts to two walks. I mean, that's, it's not like mind-blowing numbers, but without his best stuff, it's it's pretty dang good. Yeah. Um. All right. I need you to talk about Nate Dom for me. <clears throat> okay, real quick. tell me what you think. Okay, so Nate Dom really good. Um, he he went out there Sunday. Um, after his uh, two and a third inning uh, save against well win against USM, um, yep. he went five innings on Sunday, one hit, one walk, six Ks, no runs on sixty seven pitches. Um, yeah, so five innings, sixty seven pitches. That's that's really efficient from a reliever. Yeah. And he was still at 98 uh, at, at the end of that outing. So, people, let's, 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 not, let's not be stupid here. Don't start Nate Dom, okay? Please. We, we can do something different than starting Nate Dom. We can throw something him better. twice a weekend. Yeah. And like a three plus two? Like three and I like one, it. two, I mean, two it, another? Yeah, like we, a little we're not Kevin getting... Cops? We're not getting... Five innings, sixty-seven pitches, twice a weekend. That that's not happening. But we also we're also not going to extend him on a week, midweek game very often. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have many more with like big implications, any more big midweeks. So probably won't have to do that anymore. Um, but yeah, I once he gets to SEC play, that cops role is is looking really really good for me. Yeah. Um, especially I, I, having having Nixon. To back him up, like Nixon is the closer, and then really Dom just goes two on Friday, and then right. Nixon after him. Mm-hmm. I like it. I really like, do. It, it would be so nice. Like, okay, so so hypothetically, you go Lou, and and he goes like three. You you, you know, he, good thing. You throw Dom for two right there. Yeah, and then Nixon closes it. That's. You should win that um, if mm-hmm. you get that formula, and and everything goes well, and our bats are actually real. Um, yeah, Saturday, I mean, we're, we we wouldn't go to that if we're down twelve no, to nothing. But that 
it sounds so perfect. Yeah. Uh, I, and I you still have it. so many big, so many more names left for Saturday, Sunday. And then Dom again. And maybe Nixon available again, since in that case scenario, he's only throwing one. Yeah. Oh, it would be so great. Don't start I, him, I please. just want to say, I um, I didn't watch most of this game, um, but I started listening to it on the radio uh, in the eighth inning. And I listened to his uh, his bottom of the eight that he was pitching through an eight pitch frame, three fly balls. So it's not like, I mean, it's 98 and he was still pumping 98 at the time. Um, but I mean, he just throws strikes and it's pitched to contact and that's, that's sustainable. I mean, Ethan small, when we had him as a pitcher, he would go five innings, throw like 120 pitches. And I mean, he, he pitched for strikeouts at all times. Like there was no in between. Um, Nate Dom, I mean, he can get the strikeouts. I mean, obviously six Ks through five innings, he was getting more than a strikeout an inning, but he can also just get three fly balls in an inning and be be done in less than ten pitches. I mean, he can be super efficient, and that's that's what it takes to be that Kevin Copps role. You have to just be efficient and take outs how you can get them. Um, and, and I just and he doesn't have to be ready for that like right now. But if right. we could ramp into that by like April, mm-hmm. like that's. That starts right. getting so, silly. So he, he's a sophomore. He spent his freshman year at Ball State, and he got an award there. It was the Stopper of the Year Award. So I, I don't see that as like a closer, but more just like a like a maybe a bridge or just comes in with in tough situations. So he's used to that. And granted, it's Ball State and their competition, but at this day and age in college baseball, it seems like any team can just – hit around any pitcher they want to unless his name is Paul Skeens. I mean I, I I'm not sure the competition is really did any other than that like one guy for NC State, did anyone ever get a hit off of Kevin Gobbs? It doesn't seem like it. Like hardly, no. <laughs> he he came in when we had all the momentum in Duty Noble and they just he just wiped it away. I, I sent you the video of his twenty twenty one highlights and it's just nine minutes of him throwing that ugly pitch. <laughs> It's just a cover. I, st- I still don't know what what it's called. It's just, <laughs> I, I guess it's a strike. Right. I don't know. But, I mean, obviously, Kevin Copps dominated in that role at 92. So, I mean, going three innings and two innings in a weekend, it's, it's different when you throw 98. I mean, the fatigue is different, whatever. But... I think if that's something that we work up to by the middle of SEC play, I mean, that that is a huge advantage for us, is just having a dominating long reliever that can bridge to a closer whenever he, whenever we need him to. Did Landon um, ever go three? A few times, yeah. Um, did yeah, he, he did it against Texas. Texas, uh, Texas once or twice. And did it against Vanderbilt in the College World Series. Um, Broke yeah. up the no-hitter. <laughs> Trash, Landon. Um, Asterisk. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, that was just a I, I just really, really enjoyed Dom in that one. Starting to see um, graphics being made about him. Starting to see Slim Shady um, uh, lookalikes being posted under him. So that's pretty fun. Um, and we, we say all this. Like we, we, I know we've said the pitching staff um, got a little overblamed this weekend. And we, we, we're starting to get a little fatigued with some of the names we've been seeing. Tyson Harden, Tyler Davis. We've got we've got four big names, and I, and I may be missing some, but um, Parker Stinnett, uh, Stinnett, excuse me, uh, Pico, Cade Smith, and Nixon all suffering at least some sort of injuries. I mean, it doesn't seem like any of them are super serious, um, and they're all they all should be back in the next week or two. That's huge for us. That's yeah. four big names with a lot of experience, a lot of postseason experience between those four. Um, I mean, I just I have to believe that that they're going to make some impact for us, uh, especially down the stretch in SEC play. And I'm excited for him. Parker, I know there's question marks around him, but I, like you've said, I trust him with a two-run lead to go in and get an inning. He can do it. I, I just I mean, need I, someone that I can trust to go an inning. Like at yeah. this point, that that would mean the world to me. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, you just you look at that Oklahoma box score. I mean, they were scoring just about every inning. I mean, if we if we hadn't punted that one and our offense was was keeping up at the time, I mean, just a Parker to come in there and I want to be able inning. to bullpen a game. 
Yeah. I, I mean, can't bullpen a game right now because I can't get through anything. It was easier to bullpen games in 2021, obviously, because we had more roster spots, more pitchers, and we could throw a midweek game with nine different pitchers, and we did once or twice. Um, that was always fun to see, but that's just not the current situation. So these four guys coming back, the experience they bring is is really good. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's what I got right now. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm, uh, I wonder what Pico's going to be like when he's back. Have you have you seen anything about him? Has no. anybody asked? Not really. Okay. I I haven't seen like there's not much doom and gloom around the situation. It's just like, yeah, he's battling with something. I mean, he he's should like be at the game soon. like holding a baby the other day. Yeah. He was dressed in full uniform, which I know Stone also was and Landon was last year after his injury, but like uh I don't know. It's not like he's away from the team. Right. Um, yeah, Stone, after Stone got hurt last year, he was like, he missed like several weekends in a row, like, I guess going to get procedures done or being with his family. I don't know what he was doing. But Is like, Stone going to come back? Uh, I don't think so. Wasn't that like a, if we go to like postseason, he'll be here? Yeah, but that's also like, if a guy hadn't thrown in over a year, what's that? What, what would that even look like? Better than KC. <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for our weekend review. So we're going to move into the preview, a very, very short preview of Valparaiso, who is uh, our midweek matchup for Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. Um, I have a few things here on Valparaiso. I know they're headed to Hattiesburg to play a series this weekend, so that's why we're we're getting them. I guess they're just spending the whole week in Mississippi. Um Sorry guys, um, they're yeah, God's country they, though, and then they're then they're coming to my place. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've played three series as far this this year, um, nine games. They haven't played a midweek yet, so this will be their first of the year. Um, but their three series have been against Kansas, where they lost two out of three. Uh, they um, then they one series against UT Martin and Arkansas Little Rock. Um, both of those on the road, I believe. So, I mean, I don't know what what all we need to gather from that. They played one Power 5 team and lost the series against them. Um, their RPI last year was north of 200, but so was VMI, so was UL Monroe. Um, so, play this game seriously, but I would like to see just clean baseball, which seems to be something that we um, cannot take for granted when we get it. Um I, we don't know who they're going to pitch, like we said, just because it's their first midweek game. But I just I want this to be just one of those classic midweek games, like offense just scores double-digit runs, defense just really focus on playing clean, be, having some perfect baseball defensively. And um, I know we talked about Lofton a little bit earlier today. So what 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 do you want to see from him if he if he is indeed the starter? Yeah, we we both we both kind of agree on this one. Um... Let's let him get a real start, and hopefully the offense can allow that. But let him go out there and get six innings. Let him work through it. and mm-hmm. s- Instead of like, oh, you went four, that was tough, get out of here. But, I mean, like look at his look at his pitch count a little bit. Like Don't let him go like 105, but let him go out there and get six real innings. Right. Because, I mean, what's the longest we've had a pitcher go this year? Uh, I think Gartman went like five, and he he went a little bit over a hundred pitches against Arizona State. So so um, Dom Sunday went as many innings as the most of our pitcher has done in a single right. game. I was just talking like pitch count wise, it was Gartman, but he's yeah. a he's a vet, so I mean yeah, and, he can and do that. Gartman, I yeah, that's that's just Gartman. He's <laughs> he's like an old an old work truck kind of like it hasn't lost a game done. because obviously yeah, um, I like that guy. <laughs> Yeah, my little right-handed um, hootie. <laughs> that's that's him. Um, yeah, Lofton he went four innings against Southern Miss, uh, eighty pitches, and I, I have to think that if it was like if it was a clean four innings, um, and I mean, he was around sixty pitches, obviously I think he's going back out there to get five, maybe six. But um, what's really bothered him? Uh, errors by the defense have really made him 
work a little bit harder than he should have. It's gotten his pitch count up, but walks have just really killed him. And I, I think up to this point, like we've said, that's what's keeping him out of the uh, weekend rotation. So if he comes into this game against Valparaiso, um, like you said, I mean, gets into a little bit of trouble, let him work out of it. Um, hopefully the offense is putting up enough runs to make it really not even matter. Um, but just like Tyler Davis got a chance to show he can go five innings with you know, minimal Sunday Sunday afternoon damage, um, let Lofton do that. I mean, if he gives up three or four runs, hopefully we'll have 10, and it won't really matter. Um, just if he can command the strike zone, um, have three walks maybe. Um, I, I really do think that, I mean, he, he's going to challenge Aintema for, for the Saturday spot um, or challenge Cade when Cade comes back, whichever. I mean, I he's talented, and he was he was going toe-to-toe with Southern Miss, but he was just getting in his own way. So let this week be just a growing game for, for Lofton. Not saying he's going to go nine innings, not saying, like you said, not saying he's going over 100 pitches, but just let him let him go. Yeah. Because at the very least, I mean, if he can prove that he can go get innings and, and do it clean, uh, he could be a long relief guy on the weekends. I mean, he could fill innings just like Tyler Davis did. Um, obviously, I don't think he has Nate Dom stuff, but or Nate Dom's velocity. that That's what his stuff is. Um, I don't think he has that, but I mean, he could – if he could eat up four innings in a game on a weekend, that's that's invaluable. Yeah, I mean, um, in this game, who else would you like to see? If Parker's back, I want to see him. Yeah, if if Parker's available, I mean, if I saw Pico coming out of the bullpen, I would be jumping for joy. Um, I don't think he's I don't know what. Yet. Like I said, yeah, I don't really know what what that what all that looks like. Um, if we. If we have him ready, I know it's not a not a typical save situation. Hopefully, it won't be a three run game or less. But Nixon, if he can get an inning, I mean that would be good. I again don't know what his situation is. Any of those four guys that we mentioned, those veterans, I, I would like to see them. But um, Sierra, I'd like to see him bounce back, get an inning or two, just clean baseball. And he didn't have that against um, Ohio State. Brock Tapper had a really good. Uh, appearance or two this weekend. Holcomb um, wasn't horrible, was he? Who? Colby Holcomb. No, he, he actually really wasn't. Um, he was in when our defense made three straight errors against Ohio State. So yeah. like, that's not zone. gonna. It's not gonna look good for him. But he didn't walk people, and he trusted his defense. Turns out, this is just a terrible defense to. Test. After every pitch, he says, "I got a guy there," and then the guy there just like. <laughs> The guy there is Dakota Jordan, and he just whiffed at your fly ball. Um, yeah, I, any of those guys, and Colby Holcomb, um, I I don't want it to be Tyson Harden. I don't want it to be Tyler Davis. Like Lamonis has said, uh, he's held on to a few guys for too long and um, just expect to see some new faces this week. So um, those two have been kind of the go-tos in the bullpen, not named Nate Dom. And Evan Sierra, so let's 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 see some new faces. Let's see some guys get get more consistent yeah. reps. Um, on and, the offensive um, side, who do you think he's talking about when he said um, held on? To I mean, my first thought is Luke Hancock, but that's not as happening. much as we as much as we uh, are ragging on him. Like he he's not having like oh. <laughs> really really bad games. It's just like bad for his standards, striking out more and like. Not producing, not getting sack flies, runners in scoring position. Um, I it's probably Slade Alford. I hope it is. Yeah, I I gotta see someone else there. What if it's just like Lane? Like Lane's out of the lineup after going really hot. (laughs) Well, I mean the the defense we we let Cam James um play shortstop for a couple of weekends and, and play really poor, uh, having a lot of errors. And we moved him to third base, and we let him stick around there for, um, I guess, the rest of the season, but it still wasn't pretty. I mean, but he was just invaluable in our in our lineup. I mean, he was hitting the baseball like crazy, even in 2021, like early on in the year. Um, Slate offered, I mean, has the potential to do that, but he's, he's not hitting, and he's really bad at defense. So... Um, Nate Chester, if he can come in, 
I don't know. I don't think Nate Dom, or excuse me, I don't think Aaron Downs is an infielder, so I don't think he would be a viable option there. But Hijack, maybe. I mean, he's here. He's got to be here for some reason. Yeah. I mean, Hijack seems like a guy who could play any position on the field except for the battery. So, I mean, and shoot, if we if it comes down to it, he he might need to be a pitcher or a catcher. Who knows? Um, whatever. But. I, I'd like to see somebody at third base, even even if it's just a midweek. I mean, come on now. It's not pretty. Yeah, I don't I don't know who that'll be. Um, I Will Hoyle. He's just he's just a shortstop, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think maybe just middle infield. What about Vaughn? What? What about Vaughn Siebert? Oh, I don't like that. He doesn't uh, look like an outfielder, but he sure doesn't look like an infielder. He, he could be a first baseman. Flood was supposed to play football. Dog, what he are you doing? Dog, what are you doing? Will Rogers is getting pressure from the left side. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing hitting ground balls? Remember when we were like, you know, we got Vaughn, and and then Vaughn would get in, and Vaughn would do nothing. And the, he was like the, pinch hitter number one last and year. Then, like the next week would be like, we got Vaughn. <laughs> and then, he he was a liability. I mean, <laughs> he would get up there. I I think his his slugging percentage and batting average were the exact same. He only hit singles, and he shouldn't do that. Nope. The slugging percentage was two seventy nine, and he's six four two forty five. Dog, that's crazy. All right, yeah. Um, Jack is his batting average and slugging are exactly the same. I didn't think he ever hit a <laughs> extra base hit. No, that's crazy. Uh, Why did he bat two seventy nine? That seems extremely high for like thirty at bats or something. Thirty. <laughs> 43 at bats, 12 hits. We got All right, on. I'm going to be pulling up some Instagram questions. Once you walk us through a few things that happened across the country this week. Okay, um, USM slept Dallas Baptist. Uh, yeah, that happened. Didn't uh, see that coming. No, not not many people did, but shout out the Golden Eagles. Um, Florida won two out of three against Miami. Um, that was a very hateful um, game between them. Mm-hmm. That that was that was a pretty good one. Uh, Bama is is still undefeated um, after sweeping uh, Illinois Chicago. Uh, I d- common <laughs> common Bama W I against a great team. I don't know who they're scheduling out here. South Carolina win series against Clemson. Uh, someone check on Clemson. They're 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 not quite okay. Um, another one that you didn't put on here. I'm pretty sure Florida State lost two out of three to, um, like, Florida Gulf Coast or something. They did, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, shout out Link Jarrett. Um, you can't have that. Um, Campbell won a series against ULL, and they are now ranked. They also haven't turned a double play this year. A little stat that I looked up earlier. Um also, I just wanted to point out, uh, I'm looking at Bama's schedule right now. Uh, so they're 12-0 and right now, um, putting up double-digit runs in all but two, three of those games this year. So that's pretty pretty crazy. They're scoring a lot of runs. Their next five, um, their next six games, actually, against Samford, Alabama State, a weekend series against Columbia at South Alabama, and then they get welcomed to the SEC, uh, SEC play with, at Florida, so so that's death. Um, so that's fun. Oh God, and then we have Kentucky, and then Arkansas, and then us, yeah. and then Southern Miss, and then Auburn. That is a that is a nightmare. Last four series of the year, at LSU oh. against Vanderbilt, at A and M against Ole Miss. Don't we only have like ten more games until Vanderbilt's coming to town? Yeah, I think so. That's that's, that's frightening. Not, uh, we're Vanderbilt's not ready. Not, not, Vanderbilt's not playing the best baseball. But Can we hit them? It, it's definitely better than whatever we're doing. 
They, they threw a no-hitter this weekend on their not-best baseball. Um, yeah. All right. So I guess that's going to move us into some Instagram questions. Uh, I did post kind of a funny on our on our story today, and so most of the responses are, are to that, of Slade falling down the stairs uh, on his bike. So we only have two, like, legitimate questions. Um one of them comes from Football James Seventeen. Didn't put a question mark on it, so I'm not really sure if, uh, if we're doing it on a typical day. We wouldn't take it, but since we only have two questions, should we get Will Rogers to come into pitch? No, probably not. Um, pitching, like we said, not really the problem, and Will would not solve anything. <laughs> yeah, Will Will throws a check down. Um, he just throws to first base on a pickoff move. Nobody's there. And gets and a it, ball called. Because the inning he, just started. He picked off too many times. Wait, if you make the throw to first, it doesn't. Could you just play catch with the first baseman? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, SEC pitchers are doing this simple trick. <laughs> the NCAA is not happy. Is furious. Um, last question here from Drew Robinson. One fun thing that you've noticed about the alien pitcher that MSU has been playing. Yeah, yeah I, I don't really know why he's it. talking about Tyler Davis like that. I never really thought about it, but Nate Dom does kind of look like an alien. <laughs> um, uh, I, I like um, Drangelo Sanja's his pitch calm is on his on his belt instead of his wrist because he throws with both arms. I like the the fact that he played in the college or the Little League World Series. I was early um, on that, by the way. Yeah. I like kind of remembered that. I, I want him to be like I don't, I'm sure it's happened before, but and I'm sure I've seen it before, but I don't really remember. I want him to be Little League World Series, College World Series, actual World Series, but like not win any of them. Um, only win the World Baseball Classic. I want Netherlands to win so bad because that's like step up from the World Series, right? I mean, it is. I, I, who you got winning that? Um, Jack, I've been sold on Japan. That's always a fun one. Their pitching is so much better than everyone else's. I want the Dominican Republic to be good, but they just keep dropping like flies. Like Vlad's not going to be there anymore. Really? Mm-mm. He like hurt his knee or something. Is, is Julio still going to be there? Is, no, is he? I think so. I think so. I um I don't think USA has the arms to do it. I I mean obviously I'd be I'm I'm just excited to watch it. I'll be excited if the United States wins. Venezuela um, would be cool. Ronnie. Yeah, that would be cool. I think Venezuela or the Netherlands would be fun. I did I see that like Israel kinda has good odds to win, but I don't know why. Um, um Jock. Uh, he's going Mr. Three-Time, as they call him, right? Um, mm, that's him. He might just be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll probably take a safe pick and say Dominican Republic, but I don't really know. Puerto Rico, maybe? That's fair. I'm just naming I just, all the countries. I just, I just think Japan is a really good team. What I don't Canada? think Canada's going to win. <laughs> you answered that immediately Venezuela is fun but I know none of these pitchers yeah pitching's what it's going to come down to and you'd assume that that would mean Japan would win but it's not going to because I don't know any of their bats Shohei Lars Newtbar I I love him just chilling over there (laughs) just an American what are you doing (laughs) that's that's gonna do it for our episode um we have loved talking about college baseball we love talking about the the world baseball classic and we'll do more of it um more of both of those things i'm sure on our next episode of going for two have a great week and we'll see you next time did you just turn on your xbox accidentally Madden or something. 
I gotta do some wizard stuff. So, so what hey, are we Luke. gonna say at the end of this, Luke? What do you really want, Nate? Need, Luke? I am your father. Ooh. Next, that's actually not the quote. It's no, I am your father. Common misconception.